0: Welcome back, everyone. We're back with another episode. Um, Katie and me are here. Um, so recently I had joined a Bible study and just to jump right in. And we were talking about um, just how our identity in Christ is the most important thing about us. And um, if you look at today's world and you look around and you're thinking the biggest issue that people are having is knowing their identity. It's a a chat that we have all the time. Um, You know, like, what do you identify as? Or, you know, just what are you rooting yourself in? Or who are you? And, you know, we base off of our jobs or, um, or our, our sexuality in today's day and age, that's a big issue right now. And really what it comes down to is if we don't know who we are, in Christ, especially if you're not saved, but if you are saved and you don't know who you are in Christ, you're really doing yourself a disservice because the Lord, when he saves us, he calls us by different names than what the devil will call us by or (laughs) what we'll even call ourselves by or what the world tries to call ourselves by. And it was a discussion that we had um, on Saturday. And um, one of the guys brought up that he has noticed that a lot of the times that Christians, um, When we deal with habitual sin, which a lot of us do and everyone pretty much does, that we have this tendency to continue to identify ourselves as sinners and identify Mm -hmm. ourselves as basically like, oh, I do this because I'm a sinner. And it's like when we know who we are in Christ and we are called by his name and we're called by what he calls us by, he calls us saints, he calls us by, well, I actually read a whole article on all the names of um, what God calls us in the Bible, but he says that we're redeemed, we're holy, um, we're forgiven, we're priests. He calls us all these names that have nothing to do with the title of sinner. And um, it made me think about, I was listening to Tony Evans um, and he was talking about his Um, drug and alcohol ministry. And like the biggest thing that they talk about in his ministry is that they no longer call themselves addicts. When they get to this location, they're no longer allowed to say that they're addicts anymore. Because when you put that label and that identity on yourself, you're going to move and live as that of what you identify as. And we see that so much in the world, especially when it comes to like sexuality and things like that. Like Everything yeah. about our being, we're tying our identity to all the wrong things. So what ends up happening is that we're just searching, searching, searching. And if we don't know who we are in Christ, we're just going to be left broken and searching and changing our identity left and right, which people think that they can do now. Um because we don't actually have the security in Christ. And there's a really great discussion that we were talking about how like, yes, we are sinners, but we are forgiven. So like we need to make sure we identify ourselves with Christ. And, And when you walk and when you know that and you walk in that, it's somewhat easier to, I would say like refrain from certain things because you remember who you are in Christ. And you're like, okay, yeah, I I was a sinner. That was my past, but God has forgiven me. So I'm going to walk that way. I'm going to live that way. And I just thought it'd be a fun thing to kind of cover and talk about who we are in Christ. And uh, it was just a fun discussion that we had over the weekend. And I thought, well, yeah. it would be a fun thing to talk about today because I think we yeah. do forget who we are.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we have an identity crisis in our country. Well, in our world. I mean, just across the board. If you think about, like, the root of a lot of the issues, as you mentioned, in our culture, um, it stems from not really just being blown by the culture wind and succumbing to the pressure to place our identity in either what we do or, like you mentioned, like our sexuality or... Um, our preferences, or our likes, or I mean, it can even be, quote, good things like our job, Mm. our occupation, our passions, our talents, but any any identity, I think really, you know, kind of the just digging down to like, why is this an issue if you place your identity in something that's temporary is that it is temporary. And the only thing that is eternal um, is our identity as Children of of the Lord, and you know, and the and spiritual, like how do we, how are we, where are we rooted spiritually? Because we're not human, uh, you know, just a physical body with a spirit. We're we're we have a spirit with a physical body. So remembering that, like we're not, we're not human. I I often like this quote: "We're not human, we're human beings, not human doings." So it's yeah. not just like what we do with our body that makes us who we are. It's actually who God created us to be. And it's funny, you brought up the, uh, Tony Evans, he's awesome. Tony Evans is awesome. But yeah. just what you were saying about like not identifying as an addict anymore. Um, my dad actually has led a ministry for a long time and he's involved in recovery and, and he shared with me, I remember he, so he works in a Christian recovery, uh, ministry. And he said that, I remember this just like stuck out to me so much um, a lot of times in alcohol alcoholics anonymous or more secular um groups that work with addiction, they identify mm-hmm. as like recovering, whatever, you know, or I'm a you know, name right. your struggle. And I remember my dad said, Yeah, we we say I'm a new creation in Christ instead. Yeah. This ministry where they are it's a Christian recovery ministry. And I was like, yeah. Oh my goodness, that is so like just when you were talking about that with Tony Evans, that just brought back to to mind what my dad said and how that's so important to say, like, I'm a new creation in Christ mm-hmm. and the old has gone. And so if we commit our lives to the Lord, like we are given a new heart, we're given a new nature, we're given, um, the righteousness of Christ is bestowed upon us because of his sacrifice on the cross when we give our lives to him. So it's important to remember, like, we're not, we're no longer slaves to sin. We're slaves to Christ. And so what does that mean? We're a new creation. Second Corinthians five seventeen um, is one of my favorite verses that talks about just the fact that we are new creations in Christ. And so how can we reroute ourselves? Because I think a lot of times too, a strategy of Satan is to continually remind us of Mm -hmm. Um, our past where our, our sin struggle and, you know, we're all, we're going to battle with sin until the day we die. But reminding us of that is like, that we still are, we identify with that sin as opposed to it our identity being in Christ, and yes, we're still going to wrestle with sin, um, but we have victory over that through Christ. So remembering that it's not that we are, we're no longer slaves to sin. And um, just even reflecting upon, I think some of the verses that talk about just how God created us um, are so powerful and so impactful to, even if you take those verses and like print them out and put them on your wall or put them on your screensaver just to remind self of, um, your, your identity in Christ. And one of my favorite ones is, um, um, Psalm 139, 13 through 14 for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's room. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Um, so, uh, Shane and Shane, they sing a lot of the Psalms. I was actually singing this Psalm this morning as I was walking outside and it's just such worshiping God and praising him for how he created us is such a wonderful uh, tool and strategy against the devil when he plants these lies in our mind and just to praise him for how he created us. And um, the fact that he, like that we were, were called his children, like that's the best gift that there is.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think like, you know, when you think about this, you know, day and age that we're like living in the importance of like yeah. language I feel like you're realizing how important language is and how important like yeah. self-talk is and how you Ooh. speak to yourself and it's like okay if we take that a step further it's like let's think about like what you know, Christ says about us and right. if we're stepping outside of anything that Christ calls us and we're in the wrong, like we're not actually, we don't know who we are in him. Right. And, um, the, the importance of language. I mean, I, I don't think that anyone's discussed more about the importance of language than like our generation in this time that we're living in, because we see that there's literally a battle over like language right now. And, um, in the Washington post, it said a person's name is the greatest connection to their own identity and individuality. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was so powerful, obviously coming from like a secular post. And, um, but when you really sit and think about it, it's like, dang, like I need to know who Christ has called me to be so I can live that out in him. And, and when we are walking in the spirit and and identifying ourselves and and marrying ourselves to Christ, um, we can know that we are so much more than just our sin and and our shame and the things that we battle with. And we also can't use that as an excuse to stay in sin. And obviously, like we're going to fall, we're going to stumble. Like that is just human nature. We will always do that from the beginning of time to the end of time. Like that will always happen. But um, we have to remember that we're saved by grace and that we have to like live by that. And, um, you know, and Mm -hmm. and the Lord will continue to forgive us. And we know this as Christians, we know that the Lord will continue to forgive our sins. But like, if you only think of yourself as a sinner, you're going to live as such. And so um, I just, I think it's so, so cool. And I was looking on gotquestions.org and just trying to get kind of just different like points of views. And one of the questions that was in there is it asks, are we sinners? Are we saints? Are we both? And it's like, yes, we're, we're both because we're born into sin, but once we're saved, we're no longer associated with that. And, um, and, you know, we get to be blemish free and it's so, it's so nice to have that weight taken off of us of like trying to like, that's why I love what you said about like, you know, we're human, uh, we're human beings, not human doings. And like, I think taking that pressure off of ourselves to be perfect or to check all the boxes, which we talk about so often on here, and it's like actually allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and change us and shift us and, and make us holy because we don't actually have that ability to become holy and to, and to do that. The only the Holy Spirit can do and, and the Lord wants that for us. And that's why he sent his son. That's why he sacrificed, um, uh, his son for us and for our sins. And, um, it's just so important to remember who you are in Christ. especially too, when you start having just even, even just like negative view of yourself. Um, sometimes I like to take a step back and be like, Oh, like, you know, if I'm having just a, a day of where I'm not feeling like confident. I'm like, okay, well, where am I putting my confidence? Like who or what, or like, what am I placing my confidence in? Is it, you know, and I always go back to this. Is it what you look like? Is it money? Is it your career? Is it like, whatever it is, it's like, what am I putting my, my identity in? And, you know, we've also talked about on the podcast of like athletics was definitely for both of us, a theme throughout our entire lives. Um, And, you know, it just transitions as we got older. I got into powerlifting and you're um, a professional bodybuilder. And like, you do start putting your identity in those things. And it's like, after you're done competing and no one remembers who you are, like, who are you going to be? And I think like a lot of people, you know, they tie themselves to whatever it is or, Um, and it's, it's hard. It's hard because it feels sometimes like you're losing a piece of yourself when you no longer do something or you're walking away from something, or if God's moving you and pushing you in a different direction, like you almost feel like, Oh, I have like, you know, you lose a piece of yourself, but it's like, you don't like you are evolving and God is shaping you into what he calls you to be. So we can't control what we want to be. It's like, how can I just be used for Christ? And the one thing that we all can identify at, identify as, if you are saved, as sons and daughters of the king. And I think that's the best title that you can have in this entire Mm -hmm. world. Um, And the most important title that you can have in this entire world.
1: Yeah, for sure. And going off what you said about placing your identity in something temporal, I think a lot of times that Mm -hmm. has to do with our own, uh, we're control freaks and we want everything to be as we desire, when in reality, being a Christian is surrendering to God's will for your life. And ultimately, that may place you in something, some situation where you're doing something you never anticipated, or, you know, God called you in um, a different direction, but yet if we are abiding in him and, and talking about John, I forget where it is, but just talking about like, if we abide in, like, we cannot function without abiding in Christ. If you're a Christian, you cannot be yeah. fruitful. Um, uh, you know, we are the branches. He is the vine. So like, if we're not yeah. abiding in the Lord and actually surrendering our own desires to him and saying like, your will be done, not my own will. Cause I think yeah. we have to, a lot of Evaluate, like, where is that desire coming from? Whether it be athletics, whether it be our job, um, you know, these things in themselves are not, are not bad. And they're great. I mean, we're called to work, we're called to be good stewards of everything that God's given us and um, our talents, our occupations, um, you know, all of these blessings in our lives. But is it stemming from our own control freak nature of wanting to be viewed yeah. as successful? be praised, wanting to be popular, wanting to have likes or, you know, social media following, like, why am I bodybuilding? Like, why am I a coach? Is it to bring glory to myself? Or is it ultimately to help people and point people to Christ? And that's been something I've had to like really shake out in my own life. Um, because of the sport that I'm in is just very, very, so I'm well, I mean, pretty much anything, any sport is very selfish. If you're focused just accomplishments and just what you're doing. But it's like, how are you taking that gift and that ability and that talent and pointing it back towards Christ? Um, yeah. And that's something I've had to ask myself. And I continually have to ask myself, um, you know, am I taking this gift, which I absolutely believe my athletic ability and, and desire for health and fitness and passion for helping people in that realm is a gift from God. It's nothing yeah. that I worked for myself or, you know, um, well, I mean, I've worked hard in yeah. that realm in terms of like, I didn't, you know, when I was five years old, have a list of things and just picked, okay, sports is going to be my thing. You know, it just naturally, God just gave me that, that passion and that desire. Um, but am I using that for his glory or am I using it for my own glory? Cause, cause yeah. ultimately Um, you know, it really comes down to our identity being placed in something else is an idolization issue and, um, idolizing something in place of the Lord. And so just anything, I mean, it could literally be sports. It could be your job. It could be social media. I mean, it could really be anything. And I think it's just being humble and surrendering whatever it is that you're involved in. It could be ministry. I mean, goodness gracious. We see so many, so many times, at least, um, you know, in the church and everything, it's like, are we building these ministries to glorify our own hard work? Or are we actually um, looking to be in communion with the Lord, first and foremost, and then also, uh, you know, love, love God, and then love others through these ministries. And Mm -hmm. um, just because something has the title of ministry on it doesn't mean our hearts in the right place. And Jesus really hits this home when Mm -hmm. he talks about, Um, the heart issue and saying, I Mm -hmm. mean, one of the most, uh, just a very, very famous part of uh, the New Testament where Jesus is talking about, like, if you you are angry with your brother, like, that's essentially equating, like, where your heart's at. Um, You know, he talks about murder, and he said, well, you've murdered in your heart if you're angry with your brother. You've committed Mm -hmm. adultery. After someone with your heart. So, like, it's not just our actions. It's like, where is our heart at and what are we truly desiring? Is it union with God and fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ and um, loving God and loving others? Or is it rooted in something that's trying to bring the glory back to us? We're trying to be our own mini God. You know, we're trying to be our mini, a mini God. Um, we're trying to really bring the limelight back on us, or is it truly rooted Like, where is our heart at? And that heart check is just so important in um, new opportunities that come your way too. Not every good opportunity is a God opportunity. Yeah. I think a lot of times it tries to distract us with quote good opportunities when in yeah. reality it can be destructive um, if our mm-hmm. heart is not in the right place.
0: No, definitely, that's such a good point because I think like that made me think of early on when me and my brother started the gym and like, you know, you're just learning business. You're learning how to run a gym. You don't know really anything. You can read books, you can study, you can do all the things that, you know, people are like, if you follow this 10 step plan, like you'll be a millionaire and you know, it never works. Um, (laughs) And you know, we were in a place where we were just so open. So we would engage in almost every opportunity that, We could, because we were, you know, we were new, we were just trying to put our name out there. We were just trying to like learn the ropes. Like it's, you know, in your mind, starting a business is just doesn't go the way that you think it's going to go. And, you know, a lot of times I remember, like, we got sold on so many things and like, you're just so open. So you're like, okay, yeah. And I remember my, my dad Sometimes he would um, be in the house when we were um, like had like zoom meetings with like i don 't know anyone who's in marketing and you know instagram yeah. stuff and you know, we'd get off a Zoom meeting, and my dad would be like, "Yeah, he's like, I don't know, he just has a really secular view on business, and it's more of a greed, it's more of a pride thing, it's more of a who's the dominant man in the room kind of thing." And we're like, "Dad, like, it's his strategies. Like, who really cares if like that's you know his mindset?" But then when you start associating yourself with people like that, then your thought process starts to shift and become like that, where it's become money focused versus people focus and versus like you said, like, how can I use my gift and my talent and the things that God has given me to honor him and to bring him glory. And then, and then it becomes about, you know, yes, we need to make money to survive because everything is very expensive, but like it, your focus only, yeah, (laughs) your focus only becomes that. It only becomes, you know, how can I serve myself? How can I please myself? How can I grow my business? And, you know, it's funny as, as we've, now going into what are we it will be 6 years at the end of this year yeah 6 years at the end of this year um now it's like every accomplishment that we have is because we were just staying faithful to the calling that Christ has for us. And we're staying faithful to him and, and abiding in him and being obedient and not taking every opportunity that's coming our way because it might not be a good opportunity. Like you're saying, and like it's so funny when that mindset shift happens because I know that we are putting more of our trust in the Lord to like, Hey God, like we need 10 more clients for this month or this quarter, because it's a small quarter for us and we need, you know, X amount of money, whatever. And, you know, the Lord provides in in the most hilarious ways because we'll run ads and we'll do advertising and we never get clients through advertising. It's all word of mouth. It's all, oh, we heard great things. Like it's all, it comes from that. And we... Literally now, I mean, not to talk too much about our business, but we literally now like don't do any paid advertising. Like that's not how we get clients. And like everyone told us, this is how you get clients. You pour money into Instagram, you make yourself stand out, you make yourself the bigger man, like whatever it was. And like that stuff never, we did all, we did all the things. We did all the courses. We, you know, And that's just not what the Lord has for us. And the slow process has kept us so dependent on him. And I always say, I know that if we blew up in a year, you know, became like a huge gym in like a year or two years or whatever, that I think that we would have taken the credit for that and not given the glory back to God. And we would have mishandled that blessing. And like, I say that all the time because I know that that is an actual fact, because I think one, we were very young and I think that we were in just different spiritual place then than we are now. And I'm so grateful for the journey that we have because it has made us only every blessing, everything that has come from that, we know that that has come from the Lord because nothing that we do like, it's like when we do the least God provides the most and we do the most God's like, nah, like your, 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 your hands are too tightly gripped on what you want. And, um, it's been a total learning process, but then it's like going back to, putting our identity in Christ, putting our faith, putting our trust, putting everything, all of our bets are on God. And we know that we will be victorious and maybe not in the sense of how we, we want to be, but like in Christ, we will find victory. And that's like the most reassuring thing you can have, especially in business when, you know, you feel like everything is like, if you do one wrong thing, like this is going to go, you know, hate like off the rails and that's just not the case. So. um, Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and success in the world's perspective is totally different than what God says success is. Money and monetary blessings are are not evil in themselves, but like if that is our focus, then we're putting, you know, our 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 uh, worth and identity and also idolizing that. And so, yep. like you said, like, I think God, I mean God is so in tune with our heart that mm-hmm. if we are the fruit from that will not will not be what is best. And like you said, like the fact that your, your heart was, you know, trying to like control it and manipulate it to have this certain success. And then like nothing happened, but then when you're no. abiding in God and then it's like, okay, things are just, yeah. things are better. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there will be monetary blessings from that necessarily. Um, but what God desires for your life is just so much, so much better. And mm-hmm. I can speak from that, like a a personal perspective of the joy that I have in my work. Um, I don't make more money than I did before when I was mm-hmm. um, secular, but the purpose that I have in my, in my work and the joy and, and the, the um, just overall, like, I see God working through that. It's like night and day, and the money, yeah. like I, that's yes, we have to, you know, we work and 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 um, you know, we have to obviously make a living somehow. But like that just yeah. becomes so much less important than following where to, whatever God has placed, um, yeah. you know, right in front of me and and in my life. And recently, that has been a shift in priority. And yeah. initially, that was very challenging for me. Um, When I got married, I had to take a step back and not work with as many clients, and so Mm -hmm. therefore my income went down. And I recognized I had a couple of weeks or months where I was sharing with Jake and just talking about it and saying, like, I didn't realize how much my of my identity I placed Mm -hmm. in the success of my business and how much I was bringing in and how full my client list is, you know, numbers Mm -hmm. and this sort of thing. I didn't realize how much of my worth I placed in that until I decided to surrender that to the Lord. And, and, you know, other, other priority, obviously like my marriage is much more important. Um, But um, it was hard. And the reason it was hard is because I just for so many years have had the tendency to place my worth in my Mm -hmm. um, fitness and my business as associated Mm -hmm. with my fitness and these things. And so I think when our, when our, um, identity is when we're feeling kind of that uncomfortable s- situation where we're really, okay, I feel uncomfortable right now. Like, why is that? Um, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times God can shake the ground where our identity is placed and, um, call us to surrender certain things and really work on our heart. And mm-hmm. wow, like what an opportunity to, you know, to think mm-hmm. that he loves so much that he will sometimes not do what we want but do what is best for us in order to um, challenge us and bring us to an even deeper relationship with him and that's something I have found over the past year being married is just like wow like I am so thankful um, for that refinement and that in that uh, just challenge in regards to my own you know quote, Whatever self madeness and you know, all yeah. this self, self, um, really selfishness, and and um, uh, you know, the the fruit that's come from that has been so beautiful, and so I, that can mm-hmm. apply to any aspect. I you know we're talking a lot about business and income and that sort of thing, but really, it can come in so many different realms, and um, and if we are surrendering whatever it is and really identifying like okay, where's my heart at in, in that? Yeah. Like, that's what God wants us to do. And it's going to be a constant repentance. And, um, you know, we're never going to be perfect on this side of eternity. And so it's, it's surrendering, repent, repenting, and then we're clothed with clothed with that righteousness of mm-hmm. Jesus, which is so beautiful. Um, and this is Galatians 3, 27 through 28. This is a verse that I, or a couple of verses I love for all all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed clothed yourself with Christ. There's neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor, nor is there male or female for all of you are one in Christ. So essentially what, what he is saying, what Paul is saying in Galatians is that when we are clothed in Christ's righteousness, that's our identity. Like it's not in being a woman. It's not in being a entrepreneur. It's not in being fit. It's not in being, you know, having a following or whatever it may be. It's, we are clothed in Christ. And that is something that can never be taken away from us. And um, what hope and peace comes from that. And when our identity is found in Christ, that is the most solid foundation that you can possibly have. And so where is your foundation? Is it in the things of this world that can be taken away or in Christ? And like Paul says, like that is your identity. You're no longer these things that we, you know, associate ourselves with. We are children of of God.
0: Yeah. And it's such a beautiful thing to like like I'm always go back to like taking the pressure off of ourselves to, you know, fulfill ourselves because we just don't have that ability, but to know that we right. have a savior and the ability to be fulfilled by Christ alone and, and, and have our identity in him is, is the most important thing. And, and and the more that we understand that, I think the more that we can live out Christ's truth and also spread that to others. And, um, I found a really good, um, blog that was talking about like the names that God calls us and, um, I'll link it in the, in the show notes, but, um, the blog, just to give you guys references, um, lifestylebymo.com. But a mm-hmm. quote from um, her, her article said, your identity in Christ is a sense of who you are as a result of your affiliation with and abiding in him. It is your uniqueness and what separates you from the rest of the world. And it's like our uniqueness is in Christ alone. It's not your job. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. how cool you dress or, you know, what you look yeah. like or how much money you make, but like our identity and what separates separates us from the world is who we are in Christ. And that is it. And And it's just, it's so simple and it's so beautiful, but I really love it just because it just, it takes so much pressure off of ourselves to be whatever, like really what the world wants us to be, because obviously we're influenced by what the world wants us to be. And, you know, everyone struggles differently, but I think like, especially in these younger generations, you know, with social media being such a big impact, like everyone wants to be who they see on their screens and whoever like the biggest person is or whatever. And, you yeah. know, it's like separate yourself from what the world says that you should be and, and be who you are in Christ. And in an article, she lists a whole list of names that God calls us. And I listed some in the beginning, but, um, I'll link the article so you guys can read it. Cause actually, it actually is a short and sweet article, but it was really good. And I just, I think if anyone's struggling with, you know, even just like, bad mouthing themselves i think this is a really great article for anyone just to have that um as a reminder on your heart and and in Mm -hmm. in life of who you are in christ and it was was, i liked the article it was very good awesome awesome
1: i'll have to check it out
0: yeah it was a good one for sure
1: all right well thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode. We will be back in a couple of weeks and, uh, take care until then. And, um, definitely leave us a a review on, on podcasts or whatever you listen or uh, follow us on Instagram and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye guys.